Hello everyone and welcome back to the Scouting Guide Podcast. In this podcast, we're going to try to read all of the merit badge books that Scouting has to offer. In this episode, we're going to be reading Communication Merit Badge. This is part 3, so if you're following along, we're on page 46. Now, let's begin. Public Relations in the Digital Age A public relations firm handles the important communication tasks of individuals and companies. The PR film will communicate with government agents, the media, and the general public on behalf of its client. These companies also work in marketing, finding creative ways to improve, pr- promote a client's products to the buying public. An example of a PR campaign is a di- in the digital ways is a website-based content called Knock It Out. It was conducted by a PR f- firm to promote an electronic grill. The goal was to show how the grill could be used in a cooking healthy to knock out the fat. The campaign took the f- form of web episodes or video episodes on the web that showed four people competing to lose weight through exercise and healthy eating. It encouraged members of the public to upload helpful photos of their own as well as cheer on contestants. Viewers could then vote on which tips from the public were most useful. This campaign showed how marketing and public relations use non-traditional media and use digital technology to get potential customers involved in the use of a product. Mass Communication The digital revolution is also changing mass communication. Communication that reaches large groups of people, newspapers, magazines, and TV and radio broadcasts stations have all been discreetly affected by the internet. Most people in small towns used to have a very limited choice of news sources. The local newspaper and broadcast stations were their main choices. Besides the local news, those sources reported regional and national news from news services such as the Associated Press. Local radio stations also received news from major broadcasting networks. All that has changed. People can now get news from more than just one traditional source. They can read newspapers from around the world on their computers. They can listen to broadcasts, podcasts, and other types of online programs. TV is different, too. Cable and satellite technologies brings dozens of channels into many homes. Most of these channels are national, not local. Local newspapers and radio and TV stations, which sell ads to make money, have suffered. These business model, the way a company makes money, is rapidly changing for, for publishers and broadcasters. User-generated content. The internet now makes it possible for ordinary individuals to reach large audiences. A printing press or broadcast tower is no longer necessary. Anyone with a computer and an internet connection can publish information that people worldwide can read. That has put on the power of the press into everyone's hands, including yours. Two ways to exercise this professional publishing power are to creating a website page and writing a blog. Build your own web page. If you choose Requirement 7B, you will need to create a web page for your scout troop, social, school, or other organization. In addition to websites for companies, schools, Boy Scout troops, and other groups and organizations, there are many personal websites on the internet generated by people all over the world. If you are interested in journaling this global community of netizens, here is what you will need to do. Choose your content. First, decide what you want to say in the world. You could tell people about your hobbies, show off your collections, 
or just talk about your daily life. This may be more interesting than you think, especially to people from faraway places and other cultures. Your webpage can teach others how to do things, introduce them to your interests, or just share information that might interest them. Find a web server. To make your homepage available to others, it must be hosted on a web server. Your troop, place of worship, or school may agree to host your web page for free for a limited time. If so, be sure to follow the rules set by the host and the webmaster. If your family has an account with an internet service provider, often a telephone or cable TV company, your parent can check on whether that subscription comes with a free space on a web server. You may be able to post your web page there. Building your website. The early in the early days of web, which has invented around 1990, you need to know a special language called Hypertext Markup Language, or HTML. To create a web page, you must use HTML to create a source document to help all the text as well as pointers to pictures and animations on the page. Few people today bother to create HTML codes themselves. Instead, they use a web page editing program to do the job. Some websites still even allow you to create a web page without using any special software or having any technical knowledge. Again, you have to check if your family's internet service provider offers the service. These sites provide the steps for creating a page in a simple wizard, an easy step-by-step -step process for programming the task. These programs will typically allow you to create a website using readily made templates or forms. Your scout buddies also can contribute to the site by adding their email addresses in the proper field. You may choose whether to make the site public or private. A public site is viewable by anyone. A private one can only be viewed only by the people you select or invite. Starting your own blog. The word blog is formed in the world web and log. Here, log means to record an events or thoughts. A blog is a special kind of web page. The owner usually updates it regularly, weekly, daily, or even many times a day. Some blogs know nothing about what is going on in his or her life. Many other blogs focus on a particular topic, say, news, electronic gadgets, or a hobby, a sports team, travel, or any of a million other special interests. Many newspaper reporters have established blogs on their newspaper websites to provide more information about their best their subject area, than what appears to in print. The simplest format for a blog series is a post made by the blogger, which is the newest at the top. The website often will have space for the blog's readers to post comments of their own. Fancier blogs may have news stories, links to other websites, photographs, and video. Many blogs are read by a small audience with common interests. Others have millions of viewers. As of December 2007, there are more than 110 million blogs on the internet. Blogging has become so popular that many big companies have started blogs on their websites. Blogging has become an important form of mass communication. Today, some people even make their li living as a blogger. Decorate your web page or blog. You will want to decorate your web page or blog with a few graphics. You can use a piece of equipment called a scanner to input drawings and photographs for your website. You can also use drawing or painting software to create artwork directly on the computer. You may find free graphs, graphics on the internet, such as clip art. Before using art from the internet, you will need your parents' permission. Also, 
Make sure that is okay with the copyright holder or the person in charge or company that has it, owns the image. You cannot just take a picture from someone else's website to use on your own. That is stealing. Parental permission. Before you begin to work on Requirement 7b, be sure to have your parents' permission to visit any website mentioned in the text of, or re resources section. Never download anything or purchase anything online unless you have your parents' permission to do so. Also, if you choose Requirement 7b, remember that while you do not while you do not post your page or blog on the internet, if you decide to post it, you will first need to share it with your parent and your counselor. And you must have their approval to do so. How to create a trifle brochure. If you choose Requirement 7c, you do not need internet access. You just need a computer with word processing software and printer. If you do not have a computer and printer at home, you might be able to use equipment at school or a public library. A brochure is simply an effective way to communicate a message visually. You do not have to be a graphic designer to develop a trifold brochure, which is made up of front, back, on one sheet of paper. It is folded so that it has three panels. Here are some tips if you can use to create a simple one yourself. Using word processing software. Determine the message and contact. First, determine your brochure's message and audience. Decide what you want to communicate to whom and why. Create an outline and organize the information with headings and subheadings for easier reading. Include what will be helpful to readers. Choose the layout. Describe how you want the information to look on your brochure. For a barrel fold or roll fold, the top fold overlaps the first one. For a Z fold or an accordion fold, the paper is folded in alternating directions. This format is good to present information in a sequence. Fold a piece of scrap paper the way you want the brochure to look. Then number the panels on each side to make sure the information for each panel is on the right place. For more space to set up columns, choose the landscape or horizontal settings for your, for your paper orientation. This format will also allow you to fold the brochure the correct way once it is printed. Set the top, bottom, left, and right margins. A practical choice is 0.5 inches all the way around. Some printers, such as inkjet printers, have size limits, so do not make the margins too narrow. Setup Columns A tri-fold brochure has three columns. You will need space for your text equally on either side of the folds between each column. Do this to make the gutters, or the space in between the columns, twice as wide as the margins. For instance, if the margins are 0.5 inches, make each gutter 1 inch wide. Add a page break. To create the second or back side of your brochure, insert a page break at the end of the third column. Add and format text. To format your text, you will choose the font style, size, and other elements. You may format the text as you type it, or you may want to use format the text after it has been entered. As you add text, think about where you want to go it to go on the finished brochure. For instance, you may actually need to enter the cover text on the last panel. Add pictures. You will want to use at least one photo or other visual images in your brochure. If you are creating a product brochure, you may want to include a picture of the product. It can be a digital photo from your camera, another external device, or your computer's hard drive. You may find a useful clip art image that comes with your computer software. If you do not have an image that works, you can simply search with your parents' permission, various free clip art sites on the internet.
Planning a program. Planning and serving as a master of ceremonies at Troop Court of Honor, Campfire Program, or Interfaith Service, Requirement 8, is one of the most important and challenging undertakings you will face in earning the Communication Merit Badge. You will be in charge of making sure committees complete their work on time. You will also need to handle any organizational details in order to present a successful program. Planning a Campfire Program Planning a campfire program is much easier if you use the standard campfire program planning form. The form reproduces later in this section comes from the troop program resources. As the master of the campfire, or MC, you must put songs, stunts, and stories as a good sequence for the program. First, be sure that every feature of your, pro your campfire program upholds the highest traditions and ideas of scouting. Next, think about timing. Variety, smoothness, and showmanship. You must plan the opening, closing, and head headliner or main event. You must design, designate the song leader and cheerleader. Help them develop a plan, details, songs, and yells they will need, and their order on the program. Here are some additional details you will need to discuss during the campfire planning season with your troop and unit leader. You who will set up the campfire area. Who will build the campfire? Who will put the campfire out after the program? Who will, who, who, which troop members will clean up afterwards? Complete the campfire program planner and campfire program in pencil because you probably will make changes later. List all participants in the program, then note the name, description, and type of each song, stunt, and or story in the program. Before the campfire begins, the MC fills in the campfire program sheet and gives copies of the program to all participants. The MC then opens the campfire program with a greeting and introduces the song leader, cheerleader, and the various acts, songs, and yells. When the gl glowing embers of your campfire begins to fade, close the program with a note of quiet inspiration and refer to the value of scouting in daily life. This can be done in many ways. For example, you could Ask all the stands, bow their heads, and recite the scouts' benediction together. Now may the great scoutmaster of all scouts be with us until we meet again. Then have the scouts leave the area quietly. Another way to end the program is to have a troop member stand some distance away from the fire and play taps on the bugle. Then have him repeat this quiet softly. They're not, these are not the only choices. Use your imagination. Planning a court of honor. Court of honors are required even more careful planning than campfire programs. A court of honor is convened when Boy Scouts achieve Tenderfoot, Second Class, First Class, Star, Life, and Eagle Scout ranks. Write out your plan, assign roles, and then have key members rehearse their parts. Use the checklist provided near the end of this section as a guide to help you through the court of honor planning process. Develop your own ideas. Get feedback from other troop members and parents on how to make the ceremony even more memorable. Remember to complete your checklist in pencil so that you can make changes easily. Have a written program for the scouts and adult leaders who will be pre presenting the awards. Remember, we'll be serving as master of ceremonies. If scripts are needed, be sure to give a copy to the participants as well in advance. As you plan the ceremony, keep the following tips in mind. Lighting. Lighting is important to all ceremonies. Use it to help create a sense of drama and excitement. For instance, you can use a spotlight to recognize the participants 
during the Court of Honor. By following the script, you will be able to participate in advance for the lightning techniques you will want to use during the ceremony. If you have access to the ceremony site earlier in the planning process, take time to learn how to operate the lighting controls. Find out what lighting resources are available. Depending on the facility's lighting, you may have to access backstage lights, spotlights, or colored lighting. Arrive early the day of the ceremony to inspect the lighting controls and be sure you know how to switch the lights on and off. Practice the timing of using the lighting controls so that the program goes smoothly. Decorations The right decorations can tr transform a bare room into a special place for any quote of honor. Creep paper, neckerchiefs, scouting posters, scout skill displays, merit badge displays, and not boards are a few examples. Individuals. The BSA has many videos and slide programs that are appropriate for use during a Court of Honor ceremony. Ask your Scoutmaster about these enhancing the Court of Honor with good sound equipment and carefully selected music will give the ceremony a polished prop touch. Props. Props add special flair to any ceremony. Use your imagination. You may want to make it one in advance board that explains the process of each scout in the troop or patrol. At the Court of Honor, some troops present a handsome plaque to Eagle Scouts. An engraved nameplate on the plaque shows their name, troop number, and date of the ceremony. Here are some ideas for props. A candle log. A log drilled with holes used as a candle holder. An artificial campfire. Made with a flashlight, logs, and sheets of red, yellow, and orange cellophane. A badge holder. A surface such as a felt-covered tray used to display advancement badges, pins, and cards. Flags. Flags from your troop, place of worship, and state, as well as the U.S. flag, are appropriate in ceremonies. Be certain to display and carry flags correctly. A troop scrapbook. The troop historian who helps maintain the troop scrapbook can assist you with this. Planning and interface service. Worshipping with fellow scouts... And scoutmasters and scouters is a fine way to live the twelfth point of the scout law. A scout is reverent, and the part of the scout oath that addresses the duty to God. At scouting activities where it is not practical to carry out a multiple religious service, it would make sense to have a single interfaith religious service. The name of the service should be clear. Interfaith service, the preferred term. And after worship service are a couple of practical examples. Be sure everyone understands that the service is for all religious faiths and that everyone is invited. Choose songs, readings, and other content carefully so that everyone will feel comfortable during the service. Here are some basic guidelines for conducting interface religious service. The word God generally is accepted by most faith groups and the term is used in all phases of scouting. The term means the creator or divine spirit. It is not intended to be a limiting term. Many other names can be used to represent God. Use God rather than specific names such as Jesus, Buddha, Allah, or Holy Spirit that are related to specific religions. Also, avoid male nouns and pronouns such as fatherly, Father, Heavenly, Father, or His, which may be disrespectful in some languages. Religions Pick a theme for the service that fits with a specific week and or time of year. This helps focus the prayer, songs, and messages in the meaningful way and ties a religious service into the weekend event. 
Avoid isolating the service so it feels like a separate activity. Possible themes include God's creation, Thanksgiving, the great outdoors slash forest slash ocean, doing one one's best, and keep on the trail of the eagle. Keep songs generic. Do not call them hymns. The words should address God rather than Jesus, Buddha, and so on. These can be challenging, since the list of worship songs that are both usable and familiar is very short. Choose quotations and readings wisely that fits the theme or method of the service. The length of the time required for a good religious service varies. Consider the time of day, age of the participants, and other elements. However, do not shortchange this experience by wedging it into a 15-minute spot, for instance, between a major activity and dinner. Make the interface service a meaningful part of each scouting weekend. When a speaker delivers a message, avoid uses of religious specific such as sermon or hom- homily. Be sure that the speaker understands that this is an interfaith experience. Choose a topic that relates to all who will attend. Any message presented should steer clear of specific religions, beliefs, for instance, biblical themes. Pick a comfortable location for the interfaith service that fits within the religious experience. Try to avoid the display of religious symbols such as the cross, although this may be hard to do. If you are using a chapel with sophisticated symbols, in any case, try to be sure that all appropriate religion symbols are represented. Keep a working file of scouting interface services that you attend. Make notes about what worked well and share this with those who may be asked about to plan future interface services. You can find additional ideas for interface service by searching the internet with your brand permission. Use a Search terms Scout Interface Services or Scout's Own Service, the former name used for interface services. Careers in Communications A career in communications will give you many choices. As in most fields, the better your education, the more likely success. Many communication professionals have bachelor's degrees from colleges with journalism or communication departments. There especially might be public relations, advertising, or print or broadcast journalism. Others may have a bachelor's or an advanced degree in business, law, or engineering. Competition for communication positions is fierce, and more students are learning to work with all types of media. Training in technology is very helpful because many communication specialists now work mostly with websites and other digital media. This is because of the links among video, audio, and text online, text and online communication advertising. If you are creative and like to write, you may want to be a copywriter. This professional writes or text or copy for advertisements and commercials. Other advertising careers including account executive, sales manager, advertising or marketing specialist, media planner, creative director, media sales representative, and public opinion researcher. Communication education. Most communication educators teach at four-year colleges, but communication teachers also work at elementary and secondary schools and community colleges. To teach, you will need at least a bachelor's degree related to the subject you will be teaching. Big universities and graduate schools prefer that the instructors be trained in a specific area, such as an organizational communication, rehistoric and public addresses, or interpersonal communication careers in this field include language arts coordinator, high school speech teacher, 
forensics debate, coach, drama director, college or university professor, and speech communication department chair. Electronic media, radio, and television broadcasting. Network newscasters and talk show hosts are considered by many to be glamorous positions in this field. However, radio and television offer far more off-camera and off-microphone positions than on-air ones. Many of these are technical, creative, sales, and administrative careers. Positions include broadcasting station manager, video-slash-audio libertation, community religious director, unit manager, video slash audio editor, news director, news writer, transmitter engineer, technical director, media buyer, marketed researcher, producer casting director, research and floor manager. Journalism or print or electronic. Journalism involves researching and gathering information and communicates it to the public through written, spoken, visual or electronic means. Careers in journalism include reporter, editor, photographer, newscaster, author, scriptwriter, publisher, news service researcher, technical writer, and equations editor. Converging media. Today, print and broadcast are coming together. Video slash audio editing and production positions are now, now common at traditional print media companies. Today, newspaper reporters are almost as likely to carry a small video camera as a notebook and pen. Likewise, there are four printed relation positions at broadcast media companies. For example, reporters may write news updates on a broadcaster's website. Web editors and producers are in demand in all kinds of media companies. Completely new medias are forming. One such example is the professionally produced blog, which many have millions of viewers. Often people with good training in journalism and communication operate these sites very well. Web-related careers. Some of the newest positions in digital age are webmaster, the person who creates or maintains companies' websites, web developers, web designer, information architect, web producer, graphic designer, programmer, multimedia specialist, system administrator, and e-commerce specialist, someone who maintains a system that processes payments and made online. Still, other positions involve developing, monitoring, and managing websites. Public Relations This field usually involves m- managing the public image of an organization or an individual career. Careers in public relations include public publicity manager, advertising manager, marketing specialist, press agent, lobbyist, corporate public affairs specialist, account executive, deployment officer, fundraiser membership recruiter, sales manager, media analyst, media planner, creative director, audience analysis, news writer, and public opinion researcher, theater slash performing arts slash dramatic arts. Star does not exist in the glitzy industry, but successful performing careers are few and far between. The majority of actors do not reach star status. Rather, many performers take advantage of theoretical opportunities found in professional community and educational theaters across the country. Choosing a career. Think about which careers in common that might suit you. Choose one position that interests you. Research the primary responsibilities of each person and the qualifies education and preparation it requires. See the resources section at the end of this pamphlet.
Share what you learned with you and your buddy. Meet with your counselor. Consider to discuss requirement 9. Now that you have finished the requirements for your communication merit badge, you should have a much better understanding of how very important effective communication is to every aspect of daily life. Whether you are communicating with your family and friends, troop members, elders, or the general public, the skills you learn to meet your merit badge requirements will serve you well throughout your life. Thank you for listening to the part 3 of the communication merit badge reading.